0: hey guys welcome back to the starting block podcast it is justin belk just like the store back at it again with another episode last week did episode number one i was super nervous i was super freaked out but it worked out well i got a lot of feedback thank you to the nine people that watched the first episode (laughs) i appreciate it It, it's, it's a starting point i'm not even mad at it hey it is what it is um I some of the something feedback I was like, oh my gosh, wow, your podcast is really great. Sometimes when I get positive feedback in things like these from friends, I get very pessimistic. I just think the worst. I'm just like, are you sure you're just telling me that? Like I feel like it's the person in your church that sings, but no they can't sing, and you're just like, oh good job, baby, good job. Cause you want to like don't hurt their feelings. That's kind of how I feel every time somebody comes to me. And says, oh, you do good on this. And with this podcast, I was like, oh, you did really good. Now I said to be like, are you sure? Like, you're not saying that because, you know, you know me and you don't want to hurt my feelings. Because at this point with this podcast, I feel like it's just like if I'm just becoming a rapper. Because I know I'm going to, like, use my social, have to use my social media more to ask for topics and stuff. Because I want it to be about the people. I want it to be about you. I want you to tell me and I want your feelings and voices heard, you know? And... I just, I just was super nervous. I'm just like, man, this could be ass. I don't know. That was just me. Maybe later on in life, I can just not think like that next time around. But you know, I always think about it worse. I don't know why it's a habit. I just keep doing it. So we're going to go ahead and get started with our list. Today's episode is about hot takes, Fuego Hot Takes. It is unpersonal, uh popular opinions. It's Stuff that you know nobody's gonna agree with and you're gonna be like, ooh, that's kind of spicy. So let's see what kind of spicy stuff is. Hope it doesn't uh burn your butt all right. We only got like three on the list. So thank you for the three people that responded. And like I said before, I know just seriously, social media, like the next episode I'll probably do next week. Just you know, ask I'm just gonna like ask questions, just give me responses. I'll definitely shout you out. You know, my Twitter is JTBelk3, so it's my Instagram. Those are JT Belt 3 um, My Snapchat, I really wish Snapchat can just have us change our ID names and make another one. Like PlayStation just did it this week. Can you get with the program Snapchat? Stop sending me dog filters. I don't want dog filters. I want you to help me change my ID name from something stupid and immature as a high schooler, okay? And my Snapchat is trackkid, no spaces, underscore 2014. See, see how embarrassing that is? I don't want to use that like come on snapchat let's give it the program no more filters let us change our IDs I don't want to make another snapchat that's just too much work and yeah it's nothing oh no first unpopular opinion today if you if I add you on snapchat or you ask me to add you on snapchat and I see you have some subscribe list and you're not famous bro are you serious you not that popping to be on my sus- 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 uh, subscribe list okay let's be real you are just as much as a regular person on my damn story than on that and i speak for everyone on that if you're not famous and you put me on a subscribe list i'm probably gonna delete you now i know i'm probably saying that but i have not deleted the people that did and I really should get to work on that so maybe that should be the first thing i do when this is over anyways let's go to the list of what we have today for hot take let's see we got some three decent ones I'm going to start with the Magic. Well, oh, not the Magic. Magic Johnson, the Lakers. All right. So, my friend Shaka basically, his hot take was Magic wasn't pussy for leaving the Lakers. And he's kind of right. You know, it's the. You're going into your last game of the season. The coaches have to know what they're going to be doing. The head coaches know where he's going to be at. Obviously, the players ain't going to the playoffs. And. Now you want to step down as president of basketball operations. Why couldn't you do that after the Blazers game? You know, when the season's officially over and you're doing exit meetings and stuff like you're supposed to do. Oh, oh, wow. You just want to take the spotlight of, I don't know, Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade's last game at home. Seriously, man. Like Magic Johnson, you're one of the greatest players in the, in the basketball ever. And you're going to sit there and try to take a spotlight from two players who... We basically grew up with him. The reason why I am kind of feel this type of way, and I think a lot of people our age feel some type of way, was because of the fact that we grew up watching Dirk play, watching Wade play. As a South Floridian, as you know, for Palm Beach, that was my favorite player. It was so sad to see him go. It was, that was, that was up there. That's probably up there than, like, me not running no more. And that's a lot. If you know my story... Which I'll get to sometime later in this podcast. But seriously, like, come on! Why would you do that? That's not cool. Not cool at all. And the fact that his, his interview was just like, oh, I'm just gonna step down. You didn't even tell your boss. Are you serious? Only people that could tell their boss they're not doing that is disgruntled people that work at like retail and jobs. They are trying to deal with these ratchet ass people at Dunkin' Donuts. They're the only ones that can leave their job and not tell their boss. You're the president of the Los Angeles Lakers. You should tell the president or the owner, hey, I'm not going to come back next year. You don't just tell us. Like, I. why does Magic act like we have, like, a call ID to to Genie Bus and say, oh, by the way, you're about Magic quitting. That's something I shouldn't... If I'm the owner of Lakers, it's on site when I see them because you don't have the boss to tell me, but you had the boss to do that, and that's why you're... Nope. I'm, I'm not gonna say that, but you kinda see where I'm gonna go with that. But the thing is is dude, that's not cool. That's not professional. And you're it's not like the Lakers won 50 games and they're going to the playoffs, they lost in the second round. This is a team that was at least supposed to make the 6-7 base seed. At least. And they didn't even make it at all. We're mathematically eliminated with like 17 games to go. Come on, dude! It's not cool, man. Gosh! Come on, Magic! Get it together. Hopefully, Lakers do something next year. I mean, they got to do something because they don't have a coach. They 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 part of ways because they feel like he was gonna go. I'm pretty sure a lot of that coaches staff is gonna go too, and they're gonna have to do something in free agency. They gotta make some smart moves, smart draft choices, something. Because if they don't it's really going to show how much magic to really do anything. And it kind of shows also why the ball ball was kind of right. Yeah. He was kind of right. I mean, I still don't think, I think he only said that because he just wanted to be like, Oh, let's put my other sons on the team. Like that's not going to help. Okay. But he was kind of right about magic, not being there. And it kind of showed the fact that you leave and just be like, Oh, I'm just not going to be here. Like, Like, I'm just at Dollar General just telling them I'm not going to be here. Like, come on. That's not how you do things, man. You're better than that. Get it together. All right. Men and pro-choice. I don't necessarily think a lot of men understand the fact that it's her body and her choice. And as a guy myself, I've just kind of grown up on the fact... I've grown up and been raised to be like, if it's not your business and if it's something that you don't have... You kind of don't have, you really don't have any business telling them what to do. I mean, that kind of how it is. It, even from a moral standpoint, even if you're coming from a moral standpoint, it's not, your, it's not your business, bro. Let her do what she has to do. You don't have a vagina, bro. You don't know what that's like. You don't bleed once in a month out of there and have to get pads that are a, real, a hell of a lot more expensive than it should be. You don't go through that. We literally just have a dick and we just pee. That's it. We don't have to really take much care of it other than wash it. So who am I to tell a woman and to to what to that? Who am I to tell a woman about her reproductive reproductive system and how to use it, considering the fact that she carries a child? We don't do anything really. We just lay there and just help. We just like we just put in our like five percent of the project. It's like a group project, well, a duo project. It's like a duo project, you know. We're pretty much the ones that like do one slot of a PowerPoint. It's like a it's like a I guess a somewhat vital part, but I guess it helps with the rest. And then she does the rest of the PowerPoint. And that's kind of what it is. They carry the child, they gotta go through all that stress and, and, and that, and then when they get have the baby, postpartum depression, all that stuff, they have the right to do it. And my thing is we tend to not look or jump in other person's shoes and think, okay, what could this person be going through? Because we just always think, oh, if I was there, it's like, no, no, dude. Put yourself in other person's shoes for for once in your life and think, oh, wow, maybe I think this might be the right option. Now, do I personally think abortion is a right option? (laughs) It depends. I mean, I wouldn't want to see you go that route, but if that's what you have to do, then go for it. And then even then, at the end of the day, that's not my, that's not my role. And that's not my place to tell a, a female what to do with her body. It really isn't. Sure, I can get my two cents, but should they, are they going to listen to it? Probably not. They'll look into it and be like, oh, cool. Okay. It's just like when you go and tell your boss some, something stupid and you think it's going to get a raise. They're going to be like, oh, okay. Doesn't mean you can get a raise. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. I guess the girls, female, it's just not cool. Like, don't just let them do what they got to do. Because if a, if a vasectomy was in the same boat as abortions, and women started coming to us telling, oh, you shouldn't have vasectomies, you should think about the child that you're going to help bring in, man, these guys would be losing their minds, be like, oh, you can't tell what to do with my penis. That's basically what it would be. In my opinion, okay, I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure if vasectomies were like abortions and a woman, a woman or a congresswoman or women in Congress start coming at us about how we shouldn't have vasectomies, how it's not right, whether you decide to put religion to it or not, we'll be up in arms too. So, like I said, put yourself in the other person's shoes and maybe you might understand, okay, this was something I have to do. Because children, children, I always like to say children are expensive, but seriously, children is a very life-altering decision because you're raising a human being. It is not that hard. It is expensive, and especially if you're not a pro athlete, or unless you, and especially it's hard if you're not popping and you're not balling like the one percent in this country. Okay, raising a child is hard. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of conscience. That's pretty much what you're gonna stick with for I don't know the rest of your life because you created it with your life. So, at the end of the day, men. Don't give women a hard time on something like this. It's their body. It's their choice. Just let it go, dog. It ain't that. It ain't that. Ain't worth it. All right, what's next? Ooh, that was a lot. Who's the real snowflake? Conservatives, white, white folks who are conservatives. I was going to say white, white ring. But see, say that three times fast. Conservatives... Complain about every little thing Call out and call people... You know, like they Conservatives call people snowflakes. You know? They complain about them. They say, oh, snowflakes, and man, nah, 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 I'm not a snowflake in my liberal tears. You literally get offended by every single thing. If a black person walked across the street, you still gonna lock your car door. So who's a real snowflake? Because, uh, I mean, if you... If I walk into an elevator, me, Justin, Justin Belk, like the store... And if you know me, you know I'm not threatening by any means that I'm literally like 5'5 five, five and 130 pounds soaking wet with no muscles. Like, I'm not gonna hurt. I can't even hurt a beat. And there's probably some white lady or white man that's gonna clench their purse like I'm finna jack them. Like, bro, who's the real stuff like? You can't sit there and call everybody out on certain things and then you get offended the little thing that happened. The reason why liberals, or you consider liberal tears, is actual things that you don't you don't look upon me because you think we're complaining. But let somebody call you out for what you are. And oh my gosh, let the tears flow. It, conservatives, tighten up. Okay? You can't just sit there and call everybody out. And then when somebody calls at you, you want to be the one that becomes what? Don't work like that. It's just like that one person in middle school that be talking the most. And then when they about to get run up and done up, oh oh my gosh, I can't believe you're going to hurt me. Like, that's kind of how it is nowadays. Because there it is. If you really want people to actually feel like, respect you nowadays, tighten up and stop calling everybody and stop trying to say everyone's offended about things when you're the main one offended of all. It's moral. It's moral things. Those type of people that feel like it's okay to send an N-word or say these like racial jokes, in reality, like, bro, it's not cool to say all these, some of these jokes. In certain situations, yes, I can see that. But if you're in a comedy show, okay, that's one thing. Let it rip. If you're some person that ain't that funny and you try to make these, like, terrible jokes and then you're like, oh, try being offensive all the time. Like, no, that's really messed up. Because that, unless somebody say a joke about you, you be the first one hurt. That's why I can, that's why I'm just not a comedian person. And I feel like it's just bad for comedians because they just don't understand that, hey, some things offend people and it's okay. You know, it's okay. Now, I think some things that we sometimes go over, we sometimes take it, we sometimes make it more than what it is. So I think we need to stop. But that's just my personal thing. All right. Now, I only got three. So I'm probably just going to give you a couple of my uh, hot takes. So here we go mayonnaise, trash. Ranch, trash. Blue cheese, disgusting. Anything of those is terrible and disgusting. Sugar does not go into spaghetti. I don't know who I really have a hard time trusting people who put sugar in their spaghetti. And I got proof. Okay. I could say I that, but I got proof. So whoever sees this, they, they know who exactly who they are. I don't trust you because you think it is good to put sugar in something as savory and and revered as spaghetti. And don't and don't think oh well wow, that's basic. No, it's a basic, good, revered meal, and you are just just you just you're literally disrespecting Italian mothers everywhere by putting sugar on spaghetti. How could you? That is wrong. Okay, it's just wrong. It belongs on grits, not spaghetti. Thank you very much. Okay. Also, girls. Uh Okay, this is going to be a double, a, a kind of a two for one. Girls, it's okay to be a little bit more brutally honest. Guys, stop having bruised ass egos, okay? It's the reason why women literally can get hurt, maimed, or killed because they can't tell you how they really feel about you while you're creep, while you're being a hell of a creep, okay? There's girls that literally have to laugh along your corny ass jokes or have to just be hee-hee around your creepy ass like encounters because they don't want to lose their life. Because if they say no... And rightfully so, and i just brutally honest with you, there are some people in this world that have bruised ass egos and they will hurt that person, which is stupid if you ask me. It's okay to take a no. Just say, okay, and move about your regular ass day. Guys, stop having bruised ass egos. Just take it, take a lick on the chin and hurt. Don't oh well, you ugly anyways. No! Don't do that. Okay? You're the one that went up to her first. Okay? It's a lose-lose, dog. Don't do it. Just take it like a man and just move the fuck on. It's not that hard to do. But seriously, girls, okay to be brutally honest now. Well, hopefully in the near future, girls can be more honest with you whenever they're dealing with guys or creeps. But seriously, we got to protect women. It's like, that's the number one thing. It's 2019, we're still seeing, like, guys do these creepy things or just, you know, bro, like, It's iron sharpens iron, okay? Homegirls in the club should not be the ones having to stop the creeps guys should do the same thing too. Okay. Because if that was your sister or your mother or your grandmother, you would be the first one ready to go up to bat throwing hands. Same thing applies to girls in these clubs and stuff like that. Like, bro, it's, you just got to watch, man. If you see something, say it. Come on. Like, that's not cool. If you see something, say it. That's, that's what I'm going to say on that. Um, height doesn't also matter. <laughs> And I know you're probably thinking, wow, this is coming from a person that's 5'5 and hurt. No, I would have said this if I was 6'5. I would have said this if I was 3'3. Height does not matter. As long as you can connect with that person, then that's all that matters. Shouldn't matter about looks all the time. Shouldn't matter about height. It always matters how they connect. There have literally been girls that I have met, well through Tinder at least, and literally just stopped talking to me and didn't even have nothing to do with me because of the fact that I'm five foot five. Now, imagine if I was like this poppin' person that just had me on Tinder, and used the used there just turn me down because I'm that. I could've like, you know, really asked you out and like really trying to get to know you, but you just fumbled a bag. That's, there have been girls who have probably, and guys too, Miss out on a significant other because they only care about hype. That's not... Oh, gosh. Come on, man. Get it together. It That should not stop you from your connections with people you like and want to be with for, I don't know, the rest of your life. Come on. I, I, wish, I wish I had a girl I was tall to be. I, get, I jump on her so many times. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You ever seen On My Block? in season 2 when when Jasmine picked up Ruby that's how I want to be if I had a girl that was tall to me oh my gosh bro y'all <sighs> okay okay y'all don't hear me but y'all hear me but y'all don't hear me man tall girls are where it's at and I'm saying that because I know I can like ask them for stuff if I'm walking down the aisle and something's a little bit tall and I can't reach it I can have her do it I'm asking politely of course but like you know Shoot, if, if you really are that sweet to a tall girl, she actually might do it. She might be like, you know what? Ooh, I got you. I don't need to be offended. I'd be like, you know what? Cool, I love her because she does that for me because she'll look out for me the same way I look out for her, okay? If she needs something that's on ground level or below and she can't reach out and do it, I know I could do it. So y'all just missing out on some of the opportunities that you can get when you're dating somebody that may be taller than you or shorter than you. Seriously, man. Come on. Like, gosh. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that's all the time I got for today. It was a good episode. I kind of enjoyed it. There's a lot of things I learned. A lot of things I improved on. Once again, if you have any comments or topics that, um, I can, you know, share for the next episode, Instagram and Twitter, JT JTBelk3, Snapchat, J, uh, not JTBelk, TrackKid underscore 2014. Um, my podcast is now on Spotify just look up the starting block podcast it's you know not that big so you just gotta just look you'll find it Uh, and all that so with that being said consistency is key patience is a virtue love everyone don't be a dick and be awesome this is episode two of the starting block podcast I'm Justin Belk like the store have a good day I'll see you next week